here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105FM in Mokopane. Uh, we're chatting all things this morning's poll. Do you believe that parents should leave their children an inheritance? And we're going to be getting into the entertainment wrap. But before that, we have uh, Rafua on the line. And I want to ask you this question as well. Uh, Rafua, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning, sis. How's it going? I'm good. I'm fantastic. I'm loving this morning's poll. And I want to really extend the conversation to you. Do you believe that parents should leave their children an inheritance? You know what? I I think parents should leave mm-hmm. their, their kids an inheritance, but not uh, too much of it. Let me just explain what I mean. I mean, like, they, I feel like some parents don't, especially wealthy parents, I could be wrong, but I'm, you know, I, I'm just saying, they don't really prepare their children for life. Mm, you know, um, easy come, easy go. That's why some um, rich kids, sometimes when the parents are gone, the money's gone. You know, mm. because they know, you know, we had money, now we funded it, a woman had it. So I just think, yes, get them like a car and a house, you know, just something, a starter pack, so that they can build on that. Because <laughs> a lot of people, I want to to work for that money. I mean, I have wealthy friends that their parents are gone. You wouldn't even say that they were left an inheritance. You know, most of them are on drugs. Some of them are on some sort of substance abuse. It was like, no, but I don't, I remember growing up with them. You'd offer them auras, for instance. They'll tell you, we don't drink auras, we drink a certain kind of beverage. <laughs> yeah. And to you, offer us is like Christmas, woohoo! You know, so I think that's taking Yana something, something to get me going in life, because life can be a little challenging, you know? Yes. But don't give them every single thing, because they didn't really work for that. You know, it's a blessing to have an inheritance, but it doesn't have to be 100%. You know, it's like, let's get me a young startup taking Yana, you know, booster pack. And we're good. <laughs> all right. All right. I want to challenge you here a little bit, right? Um, uh, and I think we should keep it concise, but I really want to challenge you. Say, um, giving your kids not just a starter pack, but the ability to have access to what they need and potentially want, don't you think yeah. that gives your kids room to think creatively and change the world that they're around? So we all know that uh, the system and the struggle of survival limits our creativity. However, once we overpass, like once we go get over that hump, once we are in a state and in a space where we are not thinking survive, we're able to be creative and apply ourselves to the fullest extent. And don't you think uh, leaving them that inheritance gives them the ability to go and aid the world in different ways? So I don't have to worry about an income. So I can go and do things that would change people's lives that can give a multitude of people mm-hmm. the ability to earn something. You know what? I think as a parent, you need to do your best to equip your children. I right? bet yes. teaching them skills. If you're able to afford, give. Let's say I I want to study drama. Let me afford me opportunities that allow me to grow in that aspect. Right? Mm-hmm. That's your responsibility as a parent. But I still feel like not every single. Give me an inheritance, but not a hundred percent. You understand? I feel like mm. over those years, you would have taught me to be independent, to go um, towards my dreams, to to know what I want, right? Without, because I almost feel like you're giving it to me on a silver platter. Mm. I don't know if I'm making any sense. So I think let's. I'll meet you halfway there. You know, also come Luena halfway so that at least we meet at a central point. Then you understand the value of working hard. Because a lot of people. With inheritance, what do I mean? If you ever watch a show, I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, I blew it. A lot of these yes. guys, <laughs> woo, yeah. that show gives me hard computations. I just didn't think, woo, 
a lot. You know, they get the inheritance. Yeah. You know, baby, you know, girl, the mm. money is gone. And I think also as a parent, teach your child how to work with money because it's, I find that it's too late to teach me how to work with money when I'm working. You know, that's why people will just fall in love with new money. You buy things that you don't need. Mm. You know, so I think let's meet our kids halfway. Teach them how to deal with taxes. Teach them life, practical skills on when I'm gone, carry on, but you have these things around you. You know, not, hey, hey, I've got to pay out of three billion, hey, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm here for. Nevertheless, <laughs> let's get into the entertainment rap. Um, this week, a number of hashtag, uh, hashtags rather have been trendy. The likes of Johnny Te- uh, Depp, Mick Meal, Pinky Gale, uh, Silomotong, and Luanda uh, Potwana. And we're going to start off with Johnny Depp. Now, the actor claims that he has been boycotted by Hollywood. Why is he saying this, uh, Rufu? Yeah, you know, Johnny, I like Johnny. I like Johnny. I've always seen him as a complicated man. You know, like he's got that deep, I'm kind of broken, but I can be mended. I'm trying vibe. So if you, if you remember, there was a situation between him and his ex-wife. I think her name is Amber Heard. Yes. So it, it came out already. Johnny was beating his wife, but he says that's not the entire story. Right? Mm. Uh, he feels like the courts weren't really listening to he was also abused. I'm not saying him beating his wife was true. I wasn't there. So it was an alleged. But um, the court found that uh, uh, 14 of the incidences of abuse did happen. So he's supposed to have sure. a movie out. It's called Minamata. Right? Minamata is basically about him being a photojournalist who helped expose um, tragic effects of military poisoning in Japanese um in, in a Japanese coastal community in the 1970s, right? Mm, mm. It was meant to come out on the 20 uh, this year on in February, but it didn't come out when that, that whole court thing surfaced. When he, when they were like, you know what, we're gonna push back the movie date. We don't know when, but we'll let you know. So he just feels like, you know what, what's happening is a bit absurd because the whole truth is not out, and he's suffering because of this. You know, they're labeling him a wife beater. But, you know, our disease, we were canceling you. So it just feels like that. Can you also hear my story before you move my movie date? And because there's, there's no US release. He's like, I'm waiting. You know? mm, <laughs> yeah, sure. So I, I don't know what you feel about that, though. Eh? I think it's really interesting that um, it was publicized, you know, and uh, for us to know that 12 of the 14 cases were confirmed, yet he still feels like they haven't told his full story. So I'm wondering what the discrepancy is there. And I just want to pose to you the question then to say that what do you think will be the outcome, you know, in terms of. Hollywood boycotting him because that is the main conversation. Do you think mm-hmm. that should we get to this place where we confirm the 12 cases and that's it of the 14 that have been reported um, and he goes on to tell his story, do you think Hollywood would take him back in, you know, or do you think the movie will still be on the edge until further notice? I, You know what, I feel like Hollywood has really made their decision you know, to mm. for me to sort of halt um, a release of a movie, especially with a big star such as Johnny. I mean, this is an award-winning star. Yes. I feel like they've made their decision. And I, I, I kind of feel like it's unfair because we've not really, I don't know, maybe you heard it, but I've not really heard his side of the story. You know, because I really feel like there's really three sides of the story. Your side, my side, and the actual story, right? And yeah. The actual truth of it. 
So for me, I feel like they've made their decision, which is really unfair. As much as uh, 12 of the 14 incidences did happen, but let's hear what did he say? What happened? Let's find out the truth before we can sort of um, say, let's cast the movie. And I don't know. I, and I think some people are believing in him. That the mere fact that he has a movie, although, that, although it's not out yet, Someone still believes in him to say, you know what, I believe in this guy, I still believe his talent. But you know, with the industry, people are very, very quick to cancel people out. Yeah. And once the damage is done, there's no, excuse, I'm sorry. There's none of that, you know. <laughs> Charlie, yeah. whoever's then left to fix this and just pick up the pieces. But what I like about him, he's actually got a very positive and good attitude towards it. He's like, you know, I am working through telling the truth and letting things um come to life because I think maybe he still has a soft spot for his wife you know mm. I've always known him to be a private person perhaps he's like you know what maybe I should hold back but I think I need to speak up now because I read it as people need to know what really really happened so I wish Hollywood I hope Hollywood actually just says you know what let's give this guy a chance as much as because it's not the final final ruling you know yeah he just needs to sit and just be honest and like well this is what happened and if, and if he's got receipts as much as this is a private matter if he's got receipts Show us the receipt, Baba. You know? <laughs> show, show us, us the receipt. My goodness. Uh, mm. It's very interesting. I, I really it's very interesting. I think mm. the one thing is if they are to release uh, the full story and allow him to speak, what we can do is also use this as a learning tool. You know, I think yeah. we're very quick to give ruling. However, we don't get the lesson from the ruling. You know, um, (laughs) yes, and we need to get to this place where we can observe these kind of situations, not to say that we are appreciating them and that we're celebrating them, but we are appreciating the value that we can extract in terms of learning. Let's move on to the next hashtag. Uh, Hashtag McMill now hip hop superstar is getting a Nelson Mandela humanitarian award. You know, Um, I think it's really interesting given his background you know, and how people associate McMill. So talk to me about the conversation on Twitter. On Twitter. What are okay. people saying? You know, I think this is such a positive story for McMill. Um, mm. So I think, you know, if we, we can take it back a little bit. McMill was arrested on gun charges and other yes. charges. And he was um, in prison. And people like, his fans were like, please, please, please let's, let's fight for McMill. And, he, and the judge eventually heard, it, heard them. And then he was out. So this guy then, I think this is such a cool thing. He, he along with Jay-Z and a couple of people, Bull Rob, a businessman, Robert Croft, started a, uh, a foundation called Reform. So Reform is really about transforming, uh, trans- transforming, forming, that's the word, transforming <laughs> her probation and parole in the United States. Yes. You know, and so they're really aiming to change certain laws. And so... At this, so he was at some um, award called Time to Take on the World Award. So this was like a nice, prestigious award ceremony. That's where he actually got the award. He got the award on Monday. Got the award mm. on Monday, and he actually he was given the Nelson Mandela Humanitarian Award. And he's the first rapper in the history of these prestigious, prestigious awards to get this award. Um, so the people that at the at the ceremony were Umamu Kumzilamunuka. And Mayor Petty LaBelle, so it's actually a big deal, you know. So yes. So guys, you know, let's change this. Because you know what's like with parole and probation laws, that side, they're very harsh on black men, you know. They're very harsh on black men. So they're like, they were saying, let's try to fix these laws for the betterment of our brothers. Let's help them 
let's rehabilitate these guys. Let's not just, okay, you're out on parole, you're back again in prison. So it's a vicious cycle. So he was saying, you know what, big ups to Nelson Mandela, big ups to people that believed in me. You know, um, I'm going to make you guys talk. You know, black men, you're not on your own. We're together. And yes. he actually made a song that actually got him over a million views on YouTube and it's listed as number 20 when it comes to music uh, videos. So I just think, you know, this is positive. You know, I was getting worried about McNeil. I felt like he's got so much potential. Then when that jail thing happened, I'm like, oh, wow, McNeil, gun, gun, shoot, shoot. What is going on? But I hear that the, the charges of the guns, like it's stuff that he did when he was younger. And then they only sort of said, ah, ah, come pay for these things, but and consequences, he mm, so for me, it, it, it's positive to hear that rappers are doing well and they want to change their communities. Because a lot of the times, you know, man, when rappers, most rappers, they get out, they, they're superstars, they forget about their communities. He's going back to say, let's fix it. Let's fix it at the root and not be like, hey, hey, I've been through the struggle, humanate, humanate, I'm here. Yeah. From the bomb now here. No, he's like, <laughs> let's all come together and fix this. Because it's a, it, it, it's a pandemic on its own. You know what yes. I'm saying? So for me, my goodness my goodness we're going to be getting into more hashtags uh, but for now we need to break into this hashtag safm sound awake it is 13 after 4 a.m. A blessed and beautiful one to you and yours. This is Shayla standing in for Asanda Beta. And we're currently going through entertainment rap with the likes of Refue. And she's walking us through the hashtags that have been coursing and taking place on social media platforms for the past 24 hours. Now, hashtag Binky Girl is here, you know, and the DJ and reality TV star speaks out on breaking into the entertainment industry. And I think we've had the privilege of watching her prep herself for uh, the space, you know, through Bonang's reality TV show. What are the conversations on social media, uh, Rafiwe? You know, before I get into the story, I just, like you say, think is really, we've seen her blossom into the beautiful flower. Because when I first, um, when we first encountered Pinky, she was like still kind of shyish, but yes. not really. But I could see there's something there. There's a lioness there mm. just waiting to roar. So what she's done she is sharing her journey. I guess a couple, you know, that Pinky loves DJing. So what she's done in the spirit um, of Women's Month and in the spirit of just um, uplifting Bosestir, she has started uh, what they call the Pinky Couch Sessions, right? Mm. Which, I just see a pink couch there, girl, and manicures. <laughs> so she started the session um, where, so it's continuous, where she's created an environment for female DJs to showcase their talent and also just have that opportunity to have a one-on-one with her. So it's a pamper session. We're doing our nails, we're doing our faces, we're being girls, but we're also um, honing your craft as I'm a DJ. So I just think this is, it's just really an interesting way to uplift women. You know, she's already taking on two amazing girls um, and she says that she really feels that she'll be able to develop their brand as well because i know like the the the, the DJing industry is very male dominated let's be honest as much as the yes. women coming up it's still very very um full of amachita so she was like you know what this is my offering to the women in the country that you know i was given an opportunity i also want to bring you along so i'm i'm bringing you up it's not that pull head down syndrome it's like a Let's go up, sister. Let's let's build one another. So I just really love this, and I just think it's creative, and it doesn't feel like there's a lot of 
pressure to to be something you're not. You know, some of I mean, one of the girls was saying, you know what, I wouldn't have dreamed of this happening. What a true honor is just to be part of the Binky Cuff sessions, and she's just really giving women around Mzanti just to to become the best that they can be. You know, sometimes um, people just need that one person to believe in them. All it takes is I believe in you, and that can change your life completely. So I'm very proud of Binky Cuff. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really beautiful that she's stepping into uh, developing women in her sector. Because the one thing we tend to to want to do is become, we all want to be motivational speakers, speak to each other. And then the conversation kind of starts to drown off from there. Mm -hmm. And so her really taking strides in her uh, industry, in her uh, forte, that's really beautiful. So how often will these um, couch sessions be happening? She hasn't given a lot of information about that. She was just saying, listen, I've started. Um, I think it was just um, something she'd been keeping under wraps for a while, but she hasn't said um, how long, but I feel like it, it, it's a continuous thing because she made it sound like I'm starting this and it's not just going to be once a year. It's going to be like when we're done developing these ladies, we'll bring in, we'll bring in another. So I think it's, let's see how this goes, but I, she didn't say, oh no, we'll do it once a year. She's just saying in the spirit of building one another, Get something that's um let's celebrate. So I think it's gonna be ongoing. Um mm. I don't see it being something that stops because of women's day because when you develop people, you don't develop them over a month. Yes. You know, it's a continuous investment in their lives. So Mina Hashtag Black Magic. <laughs> Alrighty, let's step into the next hashtag. That is Selumutlung, uh, and you know, I, I find it really interesting and and so honest that he gave this following statement. He said a lot of actors and crew behind the scenes have lost their homes and possessions because jobs are scarce and authorities don't consider artists. Um, and I, I think we were having another conversation with Bongani, a drama, who was mentioning that in other parts of you know, the world, people are receiving over 15,000 rand per month just to survive the month as an artist. Um, how much truth and fact is there in a solo statement? Do you know what? Um, having spoken to a lot of artists back home, there hasn't been substantial support. You know, I know some personally that have moved back home, that have had to sell their home, sell things because they have to survive. So um, there really hasn't been, I think, you know, um, people are trying to support artists, but there hasn't really been, they feel, like, from the ones I spoke to, they felt like, shame. Mm-mm. I mean, I have a friend in Canada. She's a DJ. Okay, mm. has not been working, but she's, the, the money is coming in, proper money is coming, and she's got enough to even save. You know, she hasn't been working for a while since um, the pandemic started. And for me, I do agree with Ronan and saying, hey, man, uh, other, other parts um, of the world, people are getting money. I mean, 15,000 rand, is, it, it makes a big a difference, you know. Mm. Um, so they, he, he, I do get where um, Ector was, uh, Usulo was saying, oh, hey, man, it's been hard. But I don't know if you can track back a bit. Um, I remember last year in May, I remember reading this on Facebook when he was saying, yo, guys, hey, it's tough. It's, it's a lot. But he was saying he hasn't been able to book um, work and he's just asking productions, anyone that knows of auditions, he is willing to audition for work. And Shelly was, I just really, because some people did mock him. Some people were like, you know, brother, this is 
we love that you're being vulnerable because a lot of people are not asking for help, you know, and people are just feeling because um, because of pride. And he literally um, wrote this, and, you know, he's, he's been going to different. He did land a new gig. I'm so proud of him, um, and he's so grateful. And he, he thanked people, like, guys, thank you so much um, for helping. I did audition for this gig, but you know what? I'm grateful that, yes, I haven't lost things physically, he said. He says that his lifestyle obviously had to change. Yes. You know, if you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle, and now because the work is not coming in, you can't. So for me, I feel like this is a story of hope. He hadn't given up. Yes, he was down, which is very natural, but he was like, you know what? It looks like things are opening up, and he says we must keep our brothers and sisters that are in the industry in our thoughts and prayers. So he's saying that he still feels that could, when he spoke to a publication, they asked him, do you feel that artists in South Africa are appreciated? And he yes. said, negative, I don't feel, you know, and he just feels like we're not appreciated. You know, we don't feel appreciated as well. And he was just saying, it is what it is, but we'll continue with this art of ours we love and we also do it for the people because it's appealing for people to watch, you know, certain things and hear music. So he was saying, you know, he won't stop pursuing his passion of acting. Even sure. if it's gone um, through hard times. I mean, it's a story of hope, but it also makes me a bit sad. Yes. You know, um, that others are not as fortunate as he is, you know, to actually go back to the screens. Others have just left the industry because eh, they just feel like uh, there's, there's just no silver lining in this cloud. Sure. Uh, we're going to be getting into the last hashtag, uh, Luanda. Uh, Potwana. And uh, before we do that, we're going to need to step into an ad break and then we'll tend to the last hashtag. Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. 22 after 4 a.m. A blessed and beautiful one to you and yours. This is 104 to 107 SAFM. And we currently chatting with the likes of Rufue, who's coursing us through what's been trending in the past 24 hours. Let's wrap up the conversation by chatting all things Loyanda uh, Potwana. Now, I know that he went on onto social media and he shared this big you know announcement that he is jetting off into the uk uh, with regards to pursuing a degree now what degree was this and what did he say on socials i was excited when i read this story i'm like woohoo Luyanda. <laughs> so <laughs> i really love education so this guy was accepted like you said a bit he was accepted um for a bachelor of science it's what is it the bachelor of science degree in psychology at the University of London in the United Kingdom. So he, for this um, university, one of the 20 top best universities globally. Globally, yes. I'm super proud of him. So he's working towards being a psychologist. And he says that um, it has been his passion and he's answered his calling. And this is is the first time after 20 years um, since he left E-Matrix that he's actually going back into a classroom, into school, which I think, oh. you know what, you, you're you never too old to learn. Because, you know, there's people like, hey, now, I'm old. But no, you're not old. He's 39, and I'm very proud of him. This is such a, a positive story. I'd call it my black excellence story, because mm. black excellence comes in different forms, right? Yes. And so he's like, finally, I've been accepted. Because I read it out, and I liked the status. I'm like, oh, what? this is great stuff. So he's like, he's a student now. And I'm hoping to change the world or change my community, really, um, in um, what is this, my, my study. Because, I mean, if you've ever watched Nyan Nyan, Nyan Nyan yes. is really about helping those in need, helping people get to their truth. And there was a form of 
being a counselor and a psychologist to some of these people, as much as he wasn't uh, qualified, but he was giving advice because people looked to him for solutions. So I think this is such a great step to um, say and say, you know what, I'm already doing this. Why, why am I not getting qualified so I can be given the effective skills so that I'm more hands-on and I can give good advice, you know. So I think, you know what, I like education for all, man. Education for all. Hopefully, we can see more of that, you know, in our communities, in our societies. Uh, people really definitely. prevailing against particular struggles and really just investing in themselves, however uh, they feel best to. Nevertheless, uh, thank you so much for your time, Miss. It's been absolutely amazing. I think you've kept us abreast with what is currently trendy, and uh, we look forward to seeing the progression of each story. I think that for me is the exciting part. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Had a great time. Have an awesome weekend and take care of yourself. Lovely. It is 25 after 4 a.m. This is Sound Awake. Shayla's standing in for Asanda Beta. And we have just wrapped up the entertainment news. Now back to the poll because I feel like this morning's one is quite interesting. And um, 